Division is a deadly thing. By original design, God had created man and the ecology in general to harmonize as one. But in the Garden of Eden, a second voice was heard challenging the word of God, Satan's voice. Yea, hath God said, the voice of division. Division is the spirit of death. From the Muslim militants cry for the blood of Christians and Jews to the Protestants and Catholics in Ireland and England who have killed each other in the name of Christ, etc., Division is the spirit of denominations and cults. Please excuse the redundancy. All denominations, by definitions, are cults. Division fosters hatred from one country pitted against another, from one ethnic group against another, to a sports team who has fostered heated competition with an arch-rival. Often at GodSaidManSaid.com, we are asked what denomination we're affiliated with, and the answer is none. We simply meet in fellowship with those who believe the words of God's majority text, Holy Bible. God's word was the original unity, and until it stands alone, until it is high and lifted up where it belongs, until all men yield to its authority, division and death will decimate this world. Jesus Christ is the Prince of Peace. He is the way, the truth, and the life. There is no other solution. Now for today's subject. God said concerning Jesus Christ in John chapter 1 verse 9, That was the true light, which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. God said in John chapter 8 verse 12, Then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. God speaks prophetically of those who have found salvation through the blood of Christ. See further with Jesus on this website. In Isaiah chapter 9 verse 2, The people that walked in darkness have seen a great light. They that dwell in the land of the shadow of death, upon them hath the light shined. God's light shines through Christ Jesus and those who reflect his glory. God is light. Man said to forget about God, forget about the Bible, it's all created by man as a crutch. God and his book are not relevant, and this idea of God and his Christ equaling light is foolishness. Now the record. True science always supports the word of God because God is true science, perfect and wise both spiritually and physically. Matthew chapter 6 verses 22 and 23. The light of the body is the eye. If therefore thine eye be single, thy whole body shall be full of light. But if thine eye be evil, thy whole body shall be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in thee be darkness, how great is that darkness. The power of this verse concerning a single commitment to light is of paramount importance in keeping the faith. Science now has its own understanding of this truth. Without light, no life could exist. Light is the life force, physically and spiritually. It travels at approximately 186,000 miles per second, delivering its goods to the earth. It brings life's energy, which all living creatures tap by a process known as photosynthesis. Imagine if you could capture sunlight, putting it in a jar for a rainy day. Imagine if you could capture sunlight and release it at will. It's 186,000 miles per second's worth of power to the computer industry and the hot dream of quantum computing. That's exactly what a chunk of the scientific community has been in the middle of. And not only in the middle of, but actually succeeding at capturing sunlight and releasing it at will. The benefits of such an ability could prove mind-boggling free, life-giving light and heat in a jar, so to speak. In their research, they have discovered some immutable rules of capturing and preserving light. 
Two scientists, physicist Sajef John and electoral engineer Eli Yablonovich, pioneered the new science of capturing light. A huge hurdle was creating a structure that could hold it. The product designated to handle the job is called a photonic crystal. The following excerpt was from Discover magazine. Photonic crystals have the regular lattice structure of natural crystals. They look a bit like cages, and that's just what they are. They're cages that trap photons, particles of light that move at 186,000 miles per second like fireflies in a jar. To stop light without absorbing it, which just destroys it, to trap light while keeping it intact and useful, that is a neat trick. Anybody can stop light by absorbing it. Each of us stops trillions of photons a second. The trick is not to kill the photons, but to tame them. Once they're in a cage, you can find a way to let the light out when you want. You can channel it so that it only flows where you want it to. You can control light the way we already control electrons in microchips or integrated circuits. The article in Discover concerning capturing light continues. One day in October 1986, Yoblanovich sat doodling in his office. He said, I started drawing crisscrossing lines, and everywhere the lines crossed, I put a heavier mark. Before I knew it, I had drawn a checkerboard. And then I said, well, I might as well do it in three dimensions. Later, pondering that 3D checkerboard, Yoblanovich had his eureka moment. What he had drawn, he realized, was a crystal structure that might trap light through interference. Interference happens when two light waves of the same wavelength meet. If their crests line up, they interfere constructively. The light is intensified. If the crest on one wave lines up with the trough on the other, destructive interference dims the light. Light traveling through a crystal hitting one lattice plane after another can interfere in a peculiar way. Each plane reflects some light but transmits the rest. Now consider what happens. If the spacing between those parallel planes happens to equal the distance from one light wave crest to the neighboring trough or half the wavelength. A light wave that passes through one plane but is reflected back by the next plane will on reaching the first plane again have traveled exactly one full wavelength farther than a light wave that is reflected by the first plane. The crest of the two reflected waves will line up, and they will also line up with all the waves bouncing back from other planes because each of them will have traveled an exact multiple of one wavelength farther. All these waves will interfere constructively, intensifying the reflected light. With enough planes, a crystal could reflect all light that struck it, which, which had struck it, excuse me, which is known as Bragg reflection. In January of 2002, two independent groups of Harvard physicists declared that they had stopped the beam of light. Physicist Ron Walsworth of the Harvard-Smithsonian Center of Astrophysics and his team initially succeeded in stocking, stopping excuse me, about a half a pulse of light. Science writer Kathy Spital writes, But later that spring, Walsworth and his colleagues discovered they could get light waves to oscillate in concert. Peaks lined up with peaks and troughs with troughs by nudging them with a gentle pulse of a magnetic field, which allows us, he says, to preserve all the information contained in the pulse. Jesus Christ is light. He is known as the bright and morning star, Revelation 22:16. When he returns to this earth in judgment, he destroys the wicked by the brightness of his coming. 
In eternity, God's word states, there will be no need for the sun in the holy city because Jesus Christ shall be the light thereof. He is the glorious light that lighteth every man who comes into the world. If his light is to be preserved in my life, I must reflect it at an equal wavelength. If I add to or take away from that original wavelength, it will diminish and finally disappear. The concept of the single eye and the whole body being full of light is referring to a commitment to Jesus Christ and the Word of God without reservation. This is a believer who receives the light of God's love and reflects equal wavelengths to others, not adding to or taking away. But the individual who has an evil eye, an eye not singly fixed upon Christ, is one who reflects an unequal wavelength. His body shall be filled with darkness, and Jesus says, Is therefore that light in thee be darkness? How great is that darkness? This principle of unequal wavelength, of adding to or taking away from the light of God's word, is explicitly warned against in Revelation chapter 22, verse 18 and 19. For I testify unto every man that heareth the words of the prophecy of this book. If any man shall add unto these things, God shall add unto him the plagues that are written in this book. And if any man shall take away from the words of the book of this prophecy, God shall take away his part out of the book of life and out of the holy city and from the things which are written in this book. God's word is light. In order for it to maintain its strength and have its benefits passed on to others, it must be reflected at an equal wavelength. This concept of oneness permeates the Bible. John chapter 17, verse 20 and 21. Neither pray I for these alone, but for them also which shall believe on me through their word, that they all may be one, as thou, Father, art in me, and I in thee, that they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that thou hast sent me. As believers via God's word, we are commanded to think the same thing, to speak the same thing, to be like-minded. Satan was once a good light, reflecting God's wavelength equally, until one day evil was found in him. Jesus said in Luke chapter 10, verse 18, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. Just as Satan became bad light, the unequal wavelength, there is also bad light that strikes the earth. Most will know this bad light as ultraviolet rays. UV rays are associated with over 60 major diseases, the most commonly known being skin cancer. Now consider this. There exists a major disparity between good life-giving sunlight and deadly UV rays. UV rays have a shorter wavelength. It is time to align with the true light of life. It's time to reject the voice of rebellion and surrender the carnal imagination to the inerrant words of the living God. It's time to return to the unity and peace of obedience. God said that we must receive and reflect the light of his word without additions or deletions, equal wavelength. Man said to forget about God. Forget about the Bible. He said it's all created by man as a crutch. God and his book are not relevant. And this idea of God and his Christ equaling light is foolishness. Now you have the record.